<sighs> I don't want to start this thing. I mean, thank you for the beverage, by the way. It's absolutely, oh, you are welcome. Absolutely. Everyone's always welcome to a beverage in the Sail Local Sun Lounge. Ahoy, hoy! Welcome aboard the Funny Boat Podcast. I am your host, Captain Boomies. Um, <laughs> the broker with the beard is not with me today, but that's okay because I have two fabulous sailors with me. And another from... bearded man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You I didn't feel... wear your glitter today. Oh, yeah, no glitter today. No Taylor Swift concert today. Oh, gosh. I... Oh, I glittered up. I loved it. Oh, you did. You know? Yes. <laughs> Women would not stop approaching if, him. If any single guys out there looking for a great way to pick up your next wife, put glitter in your beard and go to a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> this is uh, brilliant dating advice from yeah, Sail Local. <laughs> Hello, uh, if you don't know them, they are huge on Instagram. Follow their reels and social media adventures while they take people on sailing charters around Baltimore Harbor. But they, you guys also do history. You do all kinds of fun little events. I met you guys once when we were doing some magnet fishing, which was super yes. fun. Yeah, we just try to be pro Baltimore. It's a great place to live, work, and play. Um, and we just try to put that positive vibe out there so more people realize that, I think. I mean, that's the goal, you know? That is the goal, yes. And, oh, and by the way, we have a charter business. That's, like, that's <laughs> kind of like what it is. <laughs> I mean, so explain it to me, though, because you guys don't look like dirtbag sailors. <laughs> oh, why, thank you. <laughs> you look like, you know, a, an adorable yachting couple that just happens to know where all of the best waterfront restaurants are in town. and. Mm. Uh, explain that to me. Well, we definitely explain know where that. all the best waterfront bars are in town. <laughs> <laughs> I like this one yeah, yeah. particularly. <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is a great sun, one. The Sun Lounge is great. It was a good build, sweetheart. It was oh, a good thank build. you. Thank you. I'm proud of it. Yeah. They built this beautiful little patio out of the corner of the dock that's not really usable for boats. And it's perfection absolutely the sun is setting it's completely gorgeous if you're not watching the video version of this uh shame on you but also i totally understand drive your car stop stop looking at your phone quit it so many people when they get off of our we so we do uh like background i guess on our charter we're the only locally owned private sailing charter in Baltimore, the only veteran owned tourist company in Baltimore, and we're the only uh, private charter company in Maryland. Uh, actually, I've been recently told the DMV, where kids 12 and under sail for free. And that is yeah, something that we exciting. did new for this year with all those crazy high prices families are paying in the grocery stores. And we just thought it might make it a little easier for them to get the family on the water. Oh, you guys are big softies. That's right. <laughs> I'd be gouging families right now. They're desperate for things to do with their kids. But that's me. I'm a different kind of charter captain. <laughs> no, we put the good vibes out there. We get yeah. good vibes back. Like you sitting here with us right now. It's great vibes all around. You guys are just so fun. I really, every time I see you guys show up on my feed, I get really excited about it. <laughs> I like, feel what the are they same doing? when I see all your videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But being, being internet boat floaters is weird. Um, and this keeps coming up on the podcast, actually, because... I, I just got done doing this crazy big trip uh, that was sponsored, and it's going to be part of... 
Chesapeake Bay Magazine's video series. It's not even mine, but I've done a ton of behind the scenes stuff and I hope they don't hate me for that. <laughs> <laughs> because there's like, hey, Chesapeake Bay Magazine face. And then there's, listen, this is Captain Boomy's talking to you about this thing in particular. Right, Let right, it right. go. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I just hope they're okay with what they've gotten themselves into. You guys are exactly who you are on camera, though. Thank you. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like, we hang out. I, I remember hanging out around Christmas time. We went to a fun little bar where all the dogs were going to take their picture with Santa. It was yes. adorable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yes. was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. And our friend was Santa that night. Our friend was Santa, yeah. Mike Marshall, who also lives on a boat. Yeah, another boater, another Baltimore boater. I always pictured Santa living on a boat. It didn't make sense to me that he was at the North Pole. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got like a really fabulous tug that has a lot of Christmas lights on it. That's, yes. That's how I picture that's Santa. That's how I right, picture right. him, yeah, too. Yeah, being yeah. towed by, uh, by floating reindeer. Um, <laughs> you know, and you're the same way. You are exactly in person how you are on I guess your podcast and especially your Instagram just the humor and that's what we realized too so you know recently we got nominated for Baltimore's best uh, tourist attraction and we're not even a year old uh, and Baltimore's best Instagram account now that was a reader's poll from Baltimore magazine but it's just cute and awesome and amazing you just said it and we love that someone fingers crossed we win yeah, fingers crossed <laughs> but somebody out there thought of us and said hey I'm gonna nominate them um, and we had a lot of support from there. But like one thing that we do in our Instagram, I just, it's so easy just to be yourself. And I think sincerity goes a long way. Yep. And after COVID, and Alicia and I talk about this a lot, I think people want more than seven seconds of just something. They want substance. So like, that's why our reels are like, well, I, I know I can't go above 59 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we do, you know? We should try it one day. Yeah, try to keep it under a minute. <laughs> no, you guys are doing it exactly right. And what kind of what kind of charter guests are you getting these days? Oh, well, that's actually... who wants to come out and hang out with the, so, the Instagram everyone. couple? Everyone, awesome. yeah. Um, so it's actually, so when we started the business last year, we decided that we weren't going to do Airbnb or any of the tourist stuff, that we were literally just going to focus on being Baltimore's local boat for Baltimoreans to kind of get a different taste of the city. Um, so we only uh, advertised on Instagram and social media and we only advertise because you know you can you could pinpoint certain audiences and we tried to pinpoint certain cities i.e baltimore and so yep. now on our instagram um 87 of the people that follow us live on a 30-minute drive of the boat um and that is our clientele that's the majority of our clientele they they, they live in baltimore ellicott city columbia and recently we've had a big bump in northern virginia and dc well and Sykesville too. Oh, Sykesville. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Sykesville. What <laughs> up? Yeah. I mean, every other client when we say, "Hey, where oh, yeah. are you guys from?" Sykesville. and they're like, "Sykesville." I'm like, "I don't know what's happening in Sykesville, yeah. but they are loving boat ball Yeah, up they want to yeah. come get on the water. <laughs> That's great. So, I mean, this year since we're doing the kids for free, we've gotten quite a few families with young kids. Yeah, lots of family stuff. Um, which is really great, and then lots of birthday parties on boats. Yeah. I would say the great majority of our stuff is family, families just trying mm -hmm. to get on the water, birthdays, anniversaries, yeah. uh, and then uh, 
guys trying to make up for something with a date night. Oh, stop. <laughs> I like that. That's a, right, right. That's, look, more good dating advice. More yeah, dating, right, more dating advice. advice. Right. Yeah, yeah. Dating by right. sale local. And if you wear glitter, it's a plus. <laughs> fantastic. We, we tell people, too, like, you know, and, and you know, you, uh, unlike other boats where they charge for drinks or food or whatever, uh, it's it's just a comfort feeling. It's a it's a chill type of like vibe. People can bring whatever they want to drink and whatever they want to eat, so long as it's not craps, because that's hella hard to clean up on a sailboat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh man, I was packing to come down here and I was looking at my liquor cabinet and I was like, oh well, I should definitely bring those guys some beer because I always raid your very nice cooler over here and I owe you some refills. Um, but also, I I was looking at my wine cabinet and I'm like, oh, maybe I should bring those guys a bottle of wine. And then I realized I've only got red wine and there's this faux pas about bringing red wine on boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know how you all feel about no, that. It's but... certainly cool if people bring red wine. And, you know, so <clears throat> we recently just finished, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I hope you can cut me, like, clearing my throat out in the mic out. Um, we recently repainted the deck and waxed the deck. Uh, and people spill red wine quite a bit. And, and it's it just, amazing it how it easily washes away. Right yeah, I can't stress wax your boat more to, like, if you're a new boater or whatever, just do it. Take the time. And then you don't have to scrub until next year. It's amazing wax. That's fantastic advice. I really, I can't agree with you more. And every time I see these horribly oxidized boats, oh yeah, I'm, I'm like, what are you doing? Every time you put your finger on that, it's gonna stain the boat forever. Exactly. Mm. Just exactly. wax it. And... White dust everywhere. Uh, yeah. It's brutal. Very true. I mean, it's just. I mean, I know it's really hard to kind of keep a boat clean, but it's if you wait longer and longer and longer and let everything go it becomes harder and harder and harder to catch up so if you just spend a couple of hours each week before you go out sprucing something up or fixing something check your oil before you leave um <laughs> you'll be good to go yeah yeah how long have you guys owned um oh Saida. We, we need to talk about the name as well so your your very pretty sloop here how big is she? So it is a 45-foot Hunter Legend from 1985, originally designed to be an ocean racer by Lars, who was one of the who was the founder of Hunter. Let me dust that off. Yeah. <laughs> very, very impressive. So wow. it's it's uh the reason why it looks sleek is because it was uh, modeled after a swan, um but it's what they did is they made the they made the hull a, a much deeper, so it has seven foot head clearance inside so for great. those of you that are uninitiated swan is like the um the lamborghini <laughs> of sailing boats and no, hunter is not no hunter is not <laughs> hunter, hunter gets a lot of shit but you actually have a backstay on this hunter which is yeah. unusual yeah. for yeah. hunters right um, the legend series all had backs because they were all made like a normal sailboat um and it's, it's actually really, I didn't know that about, I bought this boat. So when I was buying a boat, the first thing I did, and we do the same thing when we were looking for a camper. The first thing I do is I go in and I go into the, the head, to the restroom. If I can't fit in, I'm like, why look at the rest of the boat? There's a lot of <laughs> you know? spaces he does so not fit I into. I am six foot three and like 280 pounds. Yeah. And it's just like, 
So he does not have to duck on this boat. Oh. He stands up tall the entire yeah, time. Yeah. That's and huge. When I saw this boat, I went in and had this, his, instead of a V-berth, it has this massive head uh, up at the bow uh, with this huge uh, hatch that when you open, you can shower under the sun. It's just beautiful. You know, the water's glistening off your body. It's just great <laughs> stuff, right? Great sailboat stuff. And I fit in the restroom. I turned to the broker and I'm like, does the engine work? And he said, yes. And I said, I'll take it. <laughs> and so, I, I so wasn't, this was yeah. back in? I think 2014. Yeah. Okay. So uh, many, many moons many, ago. Many, many moons ago. And I had no clue how popular legends were and how it has this like little niche following of people. And the first time I was sailing was uh, when we, uh, what's it called when you're about to buy a boat and you go out for a test sail? It's sea trial. Sea trial. Thank you. Wow, babe. Nice job. Good. Boop. All right. <laughs> that was so uh, cute. So uh, the sea trial was the first time I've ever been on a sailboat of this boat. No way. Yeah, yeah. It's a real true story, oh you know? Oh, my gosh. So how'd you learn how to sail? I, uh, oh, fun story. I got drunk one night and I went out for a week and just picked it up. No. <laughs> so, That's most of the I've story. I've that story yeah, before. Yeah, it, okay. It's actually partly uh, true. So I had an old army buddy of mine. Um, I, the, the boat was originally in Kent Island. An old army buddy of mine, he knew how to sail. We sailed from Kent Island back to Baltimore to bring the boat. He gave me some, you know, pointers along the way. And a couple of weeks later, I'm still waiting for him to come back to give me like lesson number two. And I just got tired. So I untied the boat from the dock and went out sailing for a week and figured I'd pick, pick it up. I did watch some YouTube videos beforehand. And I, you know, nice. it's like a typical soldier thing, trial by fire, you know? Yeah. So, worked out well. Yeah, and he can single hand this boat. He doesn't even need me. Oh, it's wow. very impressive. It's because he's so it's tall. Not impressive. Do you see my arms? I have, I have some wing <laughs> I know, look at his wingspan. Yeah. Yeah. So he just stands there, he can grab both sheets at once and just shoop, shoop. Done. Good, good use of the term sheets love. Well, thank you. Yeah, nice. <laughs> she has I to know. be very I, salty I, I, in no time, right? I know. I remember meeting last year and this was uh <laughs> Amazing! I'm thank so you. Thank you. Right she's about to sign up for the course to get her basic keelboat certificate, oh. and she's like, "Babe, are you going to do it with me?" And I'm like, "No, I don't think I can do that. I don't know. What if I don't know anything? You know, how can I be Captain Bobby of Boat Baltimore, the Sailing King?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love that. That's too funny. But it's good. It's it's fun. It's a great boat, and we love it. So this is how this is only your second season, right? This and even then our second season and July 4th marks our one-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. happy anniversary. Yes. We're really excited about it. We heard that the city of Baltimore is going to give us a firework display <laughs> and uh, some people will come out to celebrate oh, with yeah, us. Quite a few yeah, quite yeah. we've been told. So we're looking forward to July 4th, which of course, you know, as everyone knows, is our one-year anniversary. Yeah. I assume you're already booked. For July, uh, actually not for July 4th yet. We're booked what? all of June mostly. Yeah. Um, but you know, people make that decision later on about what are they gonna do. I mean, it's so early right now. But I'm thinking by June 15th, if we're not booked, you know. You'll keep um, it for yourself then? No, Maybe. it will eventually get booked. It's for, it everybody will, wants to be on the water It will absolutely July 4th. get booked. Yeah. Exactly, and we're doing a, uh, it's a five hour sale with food and drinks, so. Yes. Yeah, and a little we'll, extra special. Yeah, it's nice. So we're sailing around the harbor a bit. You know, not the inner harbor, but you know, 
the outer harbor? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what the opposite of the inner harbor is. <clears throat> so I'm talking about Dundalk for anyone that knows uh, Maryland. <laughs> so we're going to sail around Dundalk. Um, and, you know, probably go past the Key Bridge. And then by the time we sail back in, we'll probably have a good 45 minutes before the fireworks starts. And we anchor in a super secret place that I can't tell because I don't want anyone else to anchor there. That has an amazing view of not only the fireworks in the sky, but also the fireworks, what is it called? The ground effects off the barge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. We loved it last year. It yeah. was amazing. It was Wait, really, really great. Do they really put great. the barge in the same spot every year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Just out in front of Domino's uh, Shook. Yeah, yeah, that's a secret. Girl. Sorry. Yes. The I same. mean, they do put out a notice to mariners yeah. on where it's going to be. I'm just usually, I'm usually somewhere else in the world uh, during Fourth of July. So it's really, it's a really cool feeling. It's real as long as the watermark stays stays out of our line of sight. I love you guys. <laughs> the watermark being, you know, you might have one in your city and or town, but they're large dinner cruise type boats. But locally owned for 50 years or 75 years, that's debatable because I forgot what their website says. But yeah, locally owned Maryland business. You guys are getting very knowledgeable about the nautical scene as well though, which is super awesome because you guys have been teaching me things about this harbor. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. What did we teach you? Well, so I'm having to bring uh, a boat into Baltimore Harbor last week and and I realized I'm like oh hey somebody was telling me something about the terminals out here <laughs> like and I think it was sail local <laughs> <laughs> um, and I and I filmed that and I'm taking all the credit for it but thank you I appreciate you're it welcome. You're welcome. Um, I also like the way you guys talk about the history of Baltimore because honestly I'm obsessed with Fort McHenry yeah, yeah. I'm obsessed with the star-spangled buoy out there, which is the spot that uh, Francis, Francis Scott Key is yeah. supposed to have been when he saw that our yeah, flag was still ship. there. Right. We do try uh, and take most his, people while there. While his children and can. family were in the city of Baltimore <laughs> as it was being bombed. <laughs> How many children? He was courageous five? enough to write a poem. Yeah. <laughs> five, five kids at home? Something like that? I don't that. know. Seven kids, 11 kids. <laughs> I don't know. It was kids. Didn't have that many you know, but like, what does he do? You know, like after the battle, after the battle of Baltimore, he comes home and he says, honey, guess what? I wrote a poem. And she's like, honey, guess what? We were bombarded all night. (laughs) Like, it just seems like that was definitely grounds for divorce. (laughs) But it did become our Star Spangled Banner. And uh, and, uh, the red, white, and blue became our national flag because of it. Um, because of the broad stripes and bright stars in the poem that became really, really popular after the battle all across the country. They talked about this red and white striped, you know, uh, uh, flag with the stars on it. It was so large because uh, the commander of Fort McHenry, uh, what was his name? I forget. I'm sorry, I'm not buddy. Good. I'm, I'm not sorry. Good. I normally do this when I'm on person. the boat, but I, I forget it right now. So he's not on the boat, so I can't remember any <laughs> yeah, of it. You it know, muscle memory. <clears throat> We're all going to need another drink. <laughs> he wanted the largest American flag to be seen, like to be sewn. So when the British would see it, it was pretty much kind of like a, uh, like a poke in their side. It was so large that it had to be sewn in a brewery because that was the only place large enough to sew the flag. When they brought the flag to the fort, they had to lay it out on the grass to dry a bit because it was stained with beer. (laughs) And that is the flag that Francis Scott Key saw 
you know, at dawn's early light, you know, what so proudly we hail, it was a beer-stained American flag made in Baltimore. <laughs> that it was. <laughs> yeah. That Cheers to if that. that ain't an American story, Cheers I don't know that. what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing us back in, we need to go back and talk about the name. Tell me the name one more time, Saida. Saida. I yeah. was worried I'm pronouncing that wrong. I saw the reel about this, but okay. I don't know that I fully absorbed what the what it meant. Yeah. Well, do you want to give the whole backstory? <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. So I was a counterintelligence agent in the army. Spooky. Um, eh, yeah, maybe not, you know. Uh, and uh, when I was in the military, I used to give a briefing called SAIDA, which stands for Subversion and Espionage Directed Against the Army. So if you were going to be deployed or go on... Say that one more time slower sure. for people that are not good at acronyms. No worries. Subversion and Espionage Directed Against the Army. Okay, so so here's the my interpretation Army, about that. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. America. Subversion. So and what was the other espionage. one? Espionage. Espionage. Yeah. Oh, okay. So people trying to do bad stuff. Right. So mm -hmm. what a counterintelligence okay. agent normally does is they're trying to hunt down, not hunt down. That's the wrong term. What a counterintelligence agent normally does is they investigate soldiers who may be coerced or hired to do bad things against the U.S. Army. Okay. You know, whether it be a terrorist group or a foreign intelligence service or whatever. So are you just checking out people's girlfriends all the time? Is that like what, what you're talking about? <laughs> well, randomly, yeah, 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 yeah. My desk mate, he's got this Russian girlfriend. I don't know, he's got a Russian flag on his desk. Um, but one of the briefings we would give was a Saida brief. If you're going to get deployed, when you would come into country, whatever and basically it's like if somebody comes up and asks you these questions report it if you see this report it if you basically it was a, if you see something say, say something. something type of thing um mm -hmm. and so <clears throat> because the army gave me a lot in life being from baltimore you know not having having a really amazing family and a really amazing single mom who did everything to make sure i had opportunities the real opportunity came uh, with the army who gave me the opportunity to get an education uh, and gave me a professional life that paid good money for me to buy a boat. So when I wanted to name the boat, I wanted to name it after something from the army and it was Saida. But the fun thing is, although the word, the term Saida is no longer used in today's army, um, it was still an, an official use only acronym. So I had to call the yeah. army and get their approval to let me name the boat this. And after a while of asking a whole bunch of people who no one knew the answer, they just said, go on, kid, name it Sayeda. <laughs> and so that's that's Sayeda. That's where it comes from. I yeah. love that. That's so fun. Because yeah. it, it just sounds like a pretty name, like a like a weird. It does. Yeah. yeah. Like some kind of, you know, sea nymph type name. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes. Right. Fun fact, I can't find Sayeda another boat named Saeda. Mm -hmm. So do you know if you go for a documented vessel, there's a website, no boat Saeda. Uh, I've gone yep. to the international like documentation like website. I cannot find another ship or boat in the, on, in, the, in the entire world named Saeda. Maybe there is, maybe, but I can't find it. And I know that we just got our renaming documentation from the US Coast Guard 
this week and on it it says our new name is Saeda and we are the only US boat named Saeda. Oh, that's fun. That's huge, right? And look, going into a foreign port, look how easy it is. Sierra Alpha Echo Delta Alpha. It's so easy. <laughs> it's not like Sunset Lovers Sailing Cruise. <laughs> you have to do the operative thing on like VHF. So for people that don't know that, when you go into a foreign port, you have to spell your boat name. And I just find it really funny when people have this huge long boat name and they're like, yeah, we're going to the Bahamas. I'm like, well, enjoy that. It's funny because you think all these Coast Guards around the world can handle alphanumeric. <laughs> like, right, right, right. They really can't. I think it's more of they a, can't. <laughs> okay, you can talk. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what it is. Very good point, very good point. And I guess what uh, what Alicia was alluding to is uh, the reason why I got the sailboat, I was pushed into getting a sailboat by the Army. Mm -hmm. The last time I was in Iraq, I had like uh, a near really bad experience. And uh, I was stationed with this one unit in a southern city called Basra, uh, which is a seaport city in Iraq. And uh, the, the wind would normally blow from the north. It was dry and you would just smell sand. But now and again, the wind would change direction and blow from the south and you could smell the salt water and then you would see the seagulls fly over the base and uh there were these churches that would send you care packages like magazines and candies and things like that and i used to let all the other soldiers get whatever they want to get all the good stuff first and whatever was left is what i would take and it was this crappy magazine called <laughs> cruising world <laughs> which I'm now in love with. I mean, I, I read it all the time. Yeah, it has a very <laughs> sentimental place in my heart now, Cruising World. Um, and if you're looking you know, to sponsor us, you know, you can, <laughs> you can find us at BoatBaltimore.com. Um, so uh, um, I'm, I'm sitting there after this bad experience, smelling the salt air, uh, hearing the, uh, the, the seagulls, you know, chirp or whatever sound seagulls make. And uh, I'm looking at these pictures of these beautiful sailboats and these beautiful waters. And I'm just thinking about how peaceful it is. And I just really wanted that peace. So I said it to myself, if I make it out of a rock in one piece, I'm never coming back. And I did it once that tour was over. I never went back. And uh, I promised I'd buy myself a sailboat. And, uh, and that's what I did. And that's the boat. That's it. Yeah, I'm a legend. That. An American-made boat made in Florida. Is it weird being married to a hero? Oh, Sometimes. no, stop. I'm not a hero at all. No, there's, a, there's plenty more people that gave a ton more than me. So it's like, but I do have a very soft place in my heart for the Army. And, you know, for good or for bad, the direction they pushed me in my whole life. Well, thank you so much for your service. Thank you so much for the cocktails. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for being guests on the Funny Boat Podcast. Uh, you can check these guys out at boatbaltimore.com. And on social media at Sail Local. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the thank podcast. Thank you, Kathy. This has you. been so much it's fun. It's been great. Bumble guys. All right, I'm ready for another beverage. All right. Oh, nice. That was quick. Yeah. Nice job. Right. She drinks like me. <laughs> <laughs>